As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. With me tonight, it's my good friend, Mark Schindler. Mark, what's up? Andrew, uh, I have no idea how I'm still awake right now, I think is the best way to put it. I feel like I've just been riding a high of game, 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 game uh, since about 5 o'clock because college basketball started today. So, it's been absolutely nutty, man. (laughs) Um, But yes, I'm psyched to break down tonight's game with you, man. What an unbelievable night. All 15 games were played tonight. 30 teams played. Streaks were ended. 10 of the 15 games tonight were decided by 10 points or less. Five of those were decided by three points or less. What a night. And the best finish of them all was in Miami, where the Blazers beat the Heat 110 to 107. This game was just bonkers. Jeremy Grant hit a go-ahead three to put the Blazers up 105 to 104 with under a minute left. And then on the other end, there was a coach's challenge off of a foul that would have sent Bam Adebayo to the line with the Heat only down one. Uh, Chauncey, good on Chauncey for actually using that coach's challenge in the right moment because he actually won it. It overturns the call, Blazers ball. This 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 part of the game felt like it took forever, and it's funny because the next part of the game felt like it was just like a complete flash. But so Simons ends up going to the line after getting fouled, nails two free throws, puts the Blazers up by three, and then chaos ensues. Max Struess hits what felt like an impossible corner three to tie the game up. And then I think there's six seconds left. Dame gets the ball, zips down the court. You can see the heat just converging on Dame. Just like, do, do not let Damian Lillard do this to us. Like, we've seen this too many times. Don't let him do it. He ends up throwing it to the corner to Josh Hart, who has less than a second to get this shot off. Hits the three. Game over. Blazers win. What an unbelievable game. Yeah, it was, uh, it was unreal. Especially, too, I mean... You can look at the last couple of minutes and be like, yeah, this, this game was so close. It was awesome. I mean, it was. 
But like there was a point, uh, gosh, late in the second quarter where I thought it was done. Uh, the Heat really ramped up the pressure. Uh, I think the Blazers finished with 13 turnovers in the first half, if I remember correctly. Um, I know it was double digits early, and it just kind of looked like they weren't going to be able to handle what they were doing. And then Portland was like, okay, we're going to go. We're going to play Justice Winslow a ton at the five. We're going to go small. And they gave Miami a little bit of their own medicine. Um, And it was kind of cathartic watching Justice Winslow play against Bam Adebayo in Miami um, (laughs) for, you know, as much as they did. Not to say that he's better than Bam, but, you know, Um, it was – it was just a really fun game. This Blazers team, not to get reductive, but it's just it's just fun, man. Like I didn't expect this team to to have the cohesion that they have this year to to play the brand of basketball that they do. Like, I mean, to 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 give him credit, like Shaden Sharp hit two big shots in this game. He was not overall a positive, but it just kind of speaks to what this team has been. Like they're getting contributions from everybody. Well, because we have a billion games to get to, we got to move on. The Wizards zap the Hornets 108-100. to Bradley Beal is out. Uh, he's in health and safety protocol. So the Wiz had Kuzma, the Zinger, and Jordan Goodwin, who, <laughs> leading the way. A fun tank battle in Orlando as the Rockets beat the Magic 134-127. to Jalen Green with a monster game, 34-3-3. He went 12-18 of from the field. Uh, Paolo Bancaro with 36-4. and And shouts to K.J. Martin who was incredible in this game, has been good all season, and to me really kind of changed the game with his energy when he came in for the Rockets. The undefeated Bucks are no longer undefeated as they fall to the Trey Youngless Hawks, 117-98. To me, this is all about the Hawks youngsters that really stepped up in this game. A.J. Griffin, with 24 points tonight, looked really good. And then Anyaka Kongwu, man. His line doesn't look crazy impressive, 12-6-2, but the energy that dude brings was just a game-changer for the Hawks down the stretch. Let's go to Dallas, where the Mavs barely hang on for this 96-94 win. The Nets pulled to within 92-91 on Cam Thomas's three with 25.3 seconds left. Luka made two free throws with 13.8 seconds left for a three-point lead, And then Durant was fouled on a dribble with 11 seconds to go that pulled Brooklyn to 94-93 with two free throws. Uh, Finney Smith hit two free throws with 9.8 seconds left to push Dallas to the the lead of 96-93. Now Brooklyn inbounds with 6.7 seconds left, and Durant was fouled by Reggie Bullock while attempting a three-pointer. Durant is like the master of this. The ball hits his hands. He's immediately in a shooting motion. Bullock gets him. Durant hit the first one. This was his 62nd consecutive free throw made. And then he misses the second one. I felt so bad for Durant. This team battled so hard, but he missed it. Then he had to intentionally miss the third one, and then it was all over. Yeah, I think what's so hard about this game is that that's how Kevin's night is going to be remembered. Uh, I texted you about this like – his his defense tonight was fantastic. Like the entire fourth quarter, pretty much he pressed Luca to try and slow down the Mavs offense and just force them to to eat clock a little bit. Um, he was really good off the ball too. Uh, it honestly, in watching this, I just again, it's one of the things where I think you have to have seen the game to realize how difficult it was for the Nets to even get into their offense. I thought Dallas's defense was really good, and the biggest thing was just like, I mean. 
I think they were down eight with about two minutes left. And I was like, I don't think they can get back in because of uh, it yeah. felt like I think Brooklyn scored 10 points in about 10 minutes. Like it took them that long just to make anything happen. And Kevin was just that good. Um, but then on the other hand, Luca was awesome. Uh, like as yeah. I mean, every pass that he could make, every tough shot he could hit when he needed it. Um, that th- This team does not feel like a team that's playing as well as they are sometimes when you watch them, but they're, they're finding things. Josh Green, shout out to Josh Green. Really big late. Oh, yeah. Him and Theo Pinson got, got at KD. And yeah, honestly, if that tech doesn't happen, maybe we're seeing the game a little bit differently. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Luka Doncic joined Wilt Chamberlain as the only player to sc- as the only two players to score 30 points or more in their first nine games of the season. Chamberlain did it in his first 23 games in the 62-63 season. Boy, this is a fun one. The Boston Celtics pull away from the Memphis Grizzlies 109-106 in Memphis. Boy, it's too early to talk about MVP, but Jason Tatum needs to be at the pre-MVP table. 39 points, three boards, two assists, two blocks, 12 of 25 from the field. 12 of 16 from the free throw line. He was unbelievable. And then John Morant, as always, near triple-double, 30 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, just an outstanding game from two really good teams. The weekday Warrior Chicago Bulls beat the Raptors 111-97. to Zach Levine with a cool 33-5. Scotty Barnes only had five points in 30 minutes but had the most terrifying one-handed go-go gadget dunk I have ever seen. Did you see that, Mark? That was that just was pretty nutty. So I didn't realize he so, finished so with only sick. five points, but yeah, that was that was a hell of a dunk. So sick. Uh, the Pistons smacked the Thunder in the second half, beating them one twelve to one hundred three. Rookie Jaden Ivey with fifteen eleven and six. SGA finished with thirty three seven and five, and about three hundred potential assists to wide open teammates who just clanked threes all night. The Nuggets narrowly defeat the Spurs, one fifteen to one hundred nine. Jokic with twenty six eight and ten. The Spurs lose their fourth in a row after a surprisingly strong start this season. And the Sixers bury the Suns one hundred eighty eight. Chris Paul had to lead this game early with right heel soreness. And it left the door open for a big night from the home team. Embiid, looking like himself, put up 33, 10, and 5. Then we go to the Bay, where Steph Curry, holy smokes, Steph Curry was unbelievable tonight. They narrowly beat the Kings, 116 to 113. Steph had 47, 8, and 8. He gets the line of the night. This is the best one of the night. He was just unbelievable. But poor Kevin Herter, this dude gets hammered by Clay Thompson on what would have been the game-winning three, and surely he would have made all three free throws and sent this game to overtime, where the old Warriors would have surely just worn down and bowed down to the Kings. But no, all the Kings will get is a lousy last-two-minute report telling them what they already know and making them feel just a little bit worse on a random Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, man, I'm still a little bit hot about that. Like that was <laughs> that <laughs> was really bad. That was so blatant in the moment, and I, I mean, again, easy to say sitting in my chair, but like, I, I mean, Clay touched that man the entire way. Uh, he fouled him like tw- <laughs> two or three times. Yeah. It felt like. Yeah. Uh, so I was. I mean, on one hand, of course, you can be like, well, you know, don't put yourself in that position if you don't want to have to rely on the last minute report, but. 
I mean, like you mentioned, I think, again, if if you're not watching this game, like you just think, yeah, this is just the Kings being bad. Steph was, this is one of those nights where it was like, you could have had prime Scottie Pippen guarding him 40, 40, yeah. 48 minutes, 94 feet, and he still probably shoots above 50% from the field. Like that shot he hit over yeah. Kevin Herter uh, coming off a drive. Kevin Herter stuck with him perfectly on slide, stopped him mid post. Hits a fadeaway, limbs contested over him too. Like that, that was just emblematic of kind of that second half run from the Warriors. I just don't know what you're supposed to do to stop that other than, you know, I mean, to be fair, Sacramento's offense did bog down a little bit towards the end. They really couldn't get anything going without Deer and Fox on the court. But I mean, this was just more about Steph was, was, went, went God mode tonight. Yeah, it seemed early that the Warriors just kind of had some, some bad vibes around them, lots of missed shots. They, they looked like the same team. That was on that five-game losing streak, and it felt like, oh, man, this is going to continue with the Kings. Like, this is not good. And Steph just pulled them out of it. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. The Pacers defeat the Pelicans 129-122. Miles trade me Turner with 37-12. and 12. Buddy and Halliburton poured in 20 while Andrew Nimhard gets his first start and puts up 15-3-5. Shouts to a fellow Andrew. The Clippers sink the Cavs 119-117 by closing the game with a 21-6 run, led by Paul George, who had 26-5-3. The Cavs led 112-104 with two minutes left. I was about to hang it up. I thought that was it. But the Cavs completely let go of the rope as the Clippers scrapped this one out, ending the Cavs' winning streak and improving the Clippers' record to 6-5. Oh boy, the Bad Vibe Award tonight goes to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who were embarrassed by the Knicks, 120-107. Our own John Krasinski said it best, the worst performance of the season, a lifeless start, no competitive fire, bad vibes all around, an alarm bell game. Wake up, Minnesota. And last but certainly not least, we gotta we, we can't end on bad vibes. We gotta end on good vibes. We gotta end on this Utah Jazz team who just continue to stay hot. They beat the the hapless LeBronless Lakers 139 to 116. The Jazz with seven players in double figures, including Larry Markinen. 23, 3, and 2. For two weeks in a row now, Mark, I'm gonna ask you, what do we do with the top of the West Utah Jazz? I think the better question is what does everybody else do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. I like that. Yes. Uh, I yes. mean, yeah, that was this team, man. This team, this team is so fun. They're top ten in offense and defense, and it it jives watching them play. Like they just play good basketball. 
Do I expect this team to be together all year? Hell no. But <laughs> they have they have six players scoring in double figures. Yep. They have multiple players who are really getting into I mean Jordan Clarkson legitimately playing like an all-star right now. I don't yep. I like it would be borderline, but Lowry Markin has been really good continuing what he did for Finland and in, in, in Eurobasket. Like this team overall is just just it's really fun, man. I love watching them play. And don't hate me for this. The uniforms are growing on me a little bit. Okay. Um, I still think they suck, but not as bad as they did originally. Um, but yeah, man, I, they had seven guys score in double figures tonight. They just did their routine thing of we're going to pass the basketball. We're going to move. We're going to shoot and we're going to win. So <laughs> it, it worked pretty well tonight. The all-star game is in Salt Lake. You're going to call it now, Mark. Do the Jordan Jazz get an all-star. Are you going to call it? <laughs> Jordan Clarkson, all-star game starter. Uh, no, I, I do think, I mean, shoot, maybe somebody does make the all-star game from that team. If they're doing this in two months, marketing better be an all-star. Legitimately, I like. I think that they finished 500 this year, which sounds insane, but yeah. I think it feels like they're on that track. Yeah. That's going to do it for today's show. Tampering is next. Go vote, and Mark, send us out. Ding, ding, y'all.